Hey, hey guys, before we start the show, I wanted to remind you guys that there are plenty of ways you can still support your girl, Double Dose of Misty, host of Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. That's right, the merch store is still open. You can get the copy of my first ebook of a series that is coming up, so stay tuned. My journal to self-love is still available. Make sure you get your copy and read up so you can get a deeper look into my life and my journey to self love also the merch store is still there with some of our favorite signature double those raw talk t-shirts hoodies you name it it is fall season upon us why don't you go get yourself a hoodie and start rocking your girl as always enjoy the show welcome to double dose of raw talk podcast your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable and remember no topic is off limits now let's talk about i don't know anybody who's been using stylus in a very long time but we'll do it (laughs) (laughs) alexa my sister's the worst she was like you look so pretentious She's like, look at you. What is wrong with you? Not the stylist. The stylist has been like years. This is this is really making me feel my age right now. The Palm Pilot. The Palm Pilot. For the record, for the record, I broke a Palm Pilot off of someone's head once. I'm not going to say who he is. Why did I have a feeling you were going to say that? I'm not going to say who he is because I don't incriminate anyone, especially not myself on my show. But (laughs) I definitely did that. This was back in the old days, like when I was terrible, terrible, terrible. But yeah, here we are. All right. So we're going to dive right in. Um, So welcome back, guys, to Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast i am as always your favorite host misty and this one is a little different this one is gonna give us a different vibe i do have a returning guest but we're going to allow a reintroduction like the great hope would say um because (laughs) listen can nobody mess with me and my jay all right um i mean i'm just saying you know while there's like a whole babe you know beyonce hive beehive like I am full throttle Jay-Z. Like I love Beyonce, but I'm full throttle Jay-Z. So nobody better fuck with me. Anyway, so um we do have a returning guest, uh, but I'm going to give it over for a reintroduction and we're gonna dive into why the fuck this is even happening. So my beautiful and amazing, powerful woman-owned business guest, would you like to reintroduce yourself to my listeners? Yes, my name is Selly, aka formerly known as the Cannabis Queen of Queens until IG shut down my hot girl shit. And now here we are as Queens Infusion. I am. I, I feel like Queens Infusions. I'll tell you a little bit about the name. So, you know, it's a, a nod to Cannabis Queen of Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, and also my last name Quintana you know so my official business name will be CQ2 NYC mm-hmm. uh, and my brand is Queens Infusions and we make purposefully crafted terpene infusions mm-hmm. and what that means is terpenes are compounds that are found in all plants not just cannabis that produce an effect and that give off the plant's scent and right. we purposefully craft those to create an effect um, and we make different 
products and more products will be coming. Um, now that this is Queen's Infusions, we're going to be including things that are not just cannabis. I'm going to be making some herbal infusions. Um, some CBD coffees will be coming very soon. And I'm, I'm just very excited for where this rebranding that was not planned is going to be taking us. Absolutely. Oh, well, hold on. Hold on. I really need to find like the audio for the round of applause or my little chat of fat hands will do the job here, but this deserves a round of applause because I just loved it. I just loved it. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, as you guys know, you guys hear it every single week, especially in the intro, uh, the official sponsor of the show has been Cannabis Queen of Queens. Um, you can still go to the Etsy shop. It's still linked in the show notes, DDRT for 20% off. Great. Okay, cool. Calm and collective. Now, what happened was like everything else on social media, you know, AKA Instagram, there's like this task force. I'm going to call it a task force because I don't want to say a specific P word that, you know, they be a little brutal sometimes, brutality type of shit. But there's this IT task force that is committed, committed to bringing down one IG page at a time. If it's just not to their liking, it's like, fuck the community guidelines at this point, because there's a lot of things that they bring, bring down and have nothing to do with community guidelines. And there's probably plenty of shit that they should be on top of and task forcing to bring down because it does go against community guidelines and they don't. But nevertheless, um, you were targeted essentially by social media. Um, when was it that you noticed that you were getting hits from them of some form of targeting or some form of, oh, you, you can't do this or your limitations started? When was it when this shit started happening to you? Um, so I tried to run an ad for my Etsy shop, which the ad was rejected. And I tried to appeal the rejection of the ad because in my ad, I am not breaking any community guidelines. I'm simply just advertising for my for my Etsy shop. Um, so I tried to fight that rejection to which they said, I'm not eligible to run the ad. They're going to temporarily disable my ability to run ads. I was pretty annoyed, but I understand. All right, fine. Maybe it's because Cannabis Queen of Queens, cannabis is in the name. They don't want that on the ad. Fine. So then I noticed throughout the week, my engagement is not as it usually is. I have usually 100, maybe 110, 120 people view my stories. The first couple of days, it was 50. Then I see it was 30. Then I see it's 20. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, why is my engagement so low? So I have a few content creator friends in the cannabis world who told me maybe you should just take a break from Instagram for a little while. Okay. And I really didn't want to because season two of my show is coming up, High Flavor, and I really use that to leverage those viewers and those views on my show from Instagram. I bring everyone over onto High Curious. Right. Um, fine, whatever. So I step back a little bit. I'm not posting so many stories. I didn't post, you know, make any posts. So two days go by. I didn't use Instagram at all. Gave it a little break, didn't touch it. I go on, to my surprise, my IG was disabled. I get a notification, Instagram is like, you've breached community guidelines, you're no longer eligible 
for to have an Instagram account and that was it. I tried to appeal it and I'm waiting. It's been 15 days. Wow. So, so it went yeah. from you can't run this ad to you can't have IG. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. So as a backup plan, I mean, I don't want to say what the backup plan is because I don't know if there's like IG listeners or something like in their local <laughs> worlds and then they're going to be like, hold up, let me go check this out and let's go to say over there. Okay. But you've clearly had to like strategize here, right? Because yes. essentially at the end of the day, this is your business. This yes. is your part of your livelihood. This, this will be your full throttle livelihood. And you've had to strategize how you can continue running your business while still having your followers, your loyal followers, the engagement with them so they could know what's new, what's, what's happening on the Etsy shop and so on. And you've been able to establish a backup plan and you've been able to rebrand this into a way that perhaps is not going to be an alarm or an alert um, mm -hmm. to, you know, this IG task force that is just so committed to ruining people's lives one IG at a time. Um, it really bothers me, uh, but I wanted to give more insight to what it has been like specifically to the cannabis world. You said you do have fellow followers, fellow people who you've worked with for your channel on Hyperius, but then also when it comes to just social media in general, how I mean, it's no secret that there's a lot of shadow banning. It's no secret that there's a lot of, you know, censorship when it comes to certain body types, putting up certain pictures versus others. There's no secret about all that bullshit. But when it comes to, let's just call it what it is. When it comes to a plant, like how serious and how drastic is this? or has become with social media, at least to your knowledge, because there are plenty of companies that I do know that just as much as I support you, I do support them. Well, not all of them, just selective ones, because they're people that I know. Let me be honest about that. But they're not necessarily experiencing that. Is it because of how quick that followship, you know, just increases? Is it because of what's being you know, shared? Is it because of the name? To your point, you said what was in your name. Maybe that's why they didn't allow you to run the ad. Or what exactly is it? Are we just looking that it's just happening to certain types of industries, sex work, um, sex and sexual education, period. There's been plenty of pages who continue to be at jeopardy of getting closed down and they're sex, sexual educators, sexual educators. That's who they are. And that's still something that doesn't meet their community guidelines, quote unquote. But how does it look when it comes to the cannabis world? I think uh, as content creators, we're really struggling. I was part of an engagement group um, on my Cannabis Queen of Queens page. And we, what we do in the engagement group is we would boost each other's posts. So we would go, we would comment on each other, save each other's posts, because with the guideline that was put into place just earlier this year where cannabis is flagged as, I can't remember the term that they use, but drug related content um, needs to be under the guideline for 18 and older, right? Like everyone that was following me needed to go in, change their settings to be able to view the mature content. That was the, the um, that's what they call it, right? I did hear that. Yes, 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 yes. That's sounding more and more familiar now. 
right? So we all were in this engagement group to try to still be able to make outreach, even though there's these more specific and more strict guidelines in regards to our content. And I mean, we were all just getting frustrated. Food Smoker, who has 30,000 followers, had his IG shut down. And Food Smoker, what he does is he just makes bongs out of fruit and different foods. Like, I mean, the coolest thing. It's not anything crazy. Like, he's not on here. He's awesome. He's amazing. He's like one of my favorite Instagram pages. Um, but his content was taken down. His page was disabled. Um, and it's really sad to see that where it's just, we're trying to do lighthearted stuff. We're trying to show how you can just do anything. And it's sad. Um, Brittany, Brittany Lynn Russell, who is another mom influencer. She has, I believe, maybe 14K followers. She truly believes in alternative medicine. I mean, like she lives, eats, breathes it. Like this is her thing. Her Instagram also was discussed disabled shadow banned many times to the point where it's affecting her business because she as well is a business owner with her husband and they use Instagram to bring in um, more followers and more people to their business Um, and her page is just straight educational facts she's not on there talking she's not on there doing things that um, you know would go against guidelines and it's just crazy how much censorship it's it's amazing <laughs> you know and, and and i'm so sorry to hear that with you know friends of yours essentially you've made friends with these people um, um because at the end of the day you know and you know we talked about this even before we started recording but it, it's this whole thing around the censorship it's this whole thing around silencing people um silent silencing the things that are not necessarily essentially harmful but society has put such a scarlet letter over it like marijuana you know like cannabis like you know when you think about people's choices even how they care to treat their own bodies right you know the same way I choose for vaccinations and I'm on my business on what everybody else does is the same way I expected in return but if we're going to just silence one side of it we're really sending the wrong message you know and I'm not talking about listen I'm not talking about the unreasonable I'm talking about there's people who really dedicate their time to do their research on things and really share facts and share education and I think that's healthy to the topic of having a friendly debate something that I love having on the show like what do I have to lose? Nothing. I'm sharing my side of things and people are sharing theirs, right? I may not necessarily agree with everything that I see out there, but it doesn't give any platform a right to shut people out or to silence them, right? And that's why I'm really concerned with what's happening when it comes to the cannabis world. Because for me personally, very personally, I am someone who started um, you know, just, you know, with your, with your regular plants, um, at a later age than most of my friends. Right. But where it's evolved and me embracing education of it, me embracing the knowledge of it, it has helped me in so many other ways that it it should not be frowned upon to the point that I turn to my mother and I'm like, ma, try this. Like it, it makes you feel very calm, very, very mellow. Like sometimes we just need that touch just to feel so 
serene that we cannot always get like after a long day of what okay let's just call it what it is like I'm ready like this is how serious I'm ready right now because I had such a long day at work like yes I just I need it today I do and once I'm settled down I have to work on some pitches I have to work on some stuff you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna put a, a spoonful of that in there and I'm going to mellow out because I need it I don't need to turn to my fridge and grab a beer necessarily some days are good for beers some days mm-hmm. a celestial blunt like, like you know what I mean yes. like just for the record if you see this video this is totally from the Etsy shop <laughs> totally okay let's put that out there okay because it is but you do sometimes need that and I still feel good I don't feel like any form of discomfort which is very important to me lately because perfect example I am embarking um, on a different type of journey with a healthier lifestyle and weight loss where I am trying to get back on schedule with working out but also it's all the intake of food that I'm doing I'm switching things up to to eat and live healthier so why would I grab a beer that's full of so many calories that's full of so many things to get this mellowed out buzz, right? When I can have something that's a lot more natural. Why do that to myself? You know, there are other options and there should not be the scarlet letters over fucking cannabis. Like what the fuck? Um, I was very bothered by the situation. One, because you are my friend. Two, because you are someone who from a business standpoint, we've collaborated. And there is nothing that comes on this platform of my show that I have not tried or do not personally support. Okay. And for me, you know, a couple of weeks ago, someone asked me, why did you start this show? And I said, it's because I worked at a place. You and I know exactly what place that was where because of who I was, I was very much so being silenced. I was always being judged. What I had to say was always frowned upon or just was not accepted by what they thought to be normal, right? Um, I want to even say we were profiled in some instances Mm -hmm. because perhaps um, the color of our skin or our cultures or, you know, our families, because each one of us have our own stories, our own personal stories. And there was a lot of times where we felt very much so attacked. And I'm going to say the word we felt attacked and to be in a space where you have to watch what you say or have to watch what you do part of that came the whole purpose of creating something where I am not being censored and when I can speak on my own experiences without necessary judgments just to speak on them just to share where I could give that platform and that microphone to other people who whatever it is their passion is for they have a right to be able to speak on it and to share it with the world. Um, And so when we're now in a creative space world, and yet again, people are being silenced by their whole IGs being brought down. People are trying to really become entrepreneurs here with things that they really care about, that they really fuck with, that they really stand by, that they really have dedicated their time to do research and learn from, right? And it's so discouraging to feel like you're being silenced yet again. And to feel like you're being told, no, you cannot. It's very discouraging. It's heartbreaking. And so out of that conversation came the whole, well, let's get you back on the show for a reintroduction. Because if there's one thing I know for sure, um, 
you know how you said there's a community that you guys were able to support each other and again i'm so sorry that others have suffered from the same censorship bullshit that ig has decided to just listen i saw it so much with sex work and to see it now extending even further and further and further it's like what's what's your purpose what's the reason in my only cardi b voice to them what the fuck is your reason to do this because I personally do not really get it. I don't understand what's so strict about community guidelines when, to be honest, they don't really follow them. When, to be honest, a lot of people get away with a lot of bullshit on social media and nobody flags anything. Bullying. Perfect example. Bullying. It could just fucking happen. The whole Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott with the Astroworld concert, I think it was such a huge tragedy. Um, but the fact is that people are going and they are just saying some horrible things on Travis Scott's Instagram, Kylie Jenner's Instagram. I saw, I, I went on today just out of curiosity and they had to limit the comments on their profiles because people are getting really scary, like death threats, just like horrible things. And it's like, how is that allowed? But me talking about the health benefits of cannabis isn't. Well, I let's, just, take, I it. let's take let's take a little deeper in that. There's totally, if, if my listeners did not notice by now, there is no agenda here today. There is no segments here today. I wanted to keep it all the way raw with this conversation. And again, it's the purpose of a reintroduction to a woman-owned business that I respect. Okay, so just for the record, but let's dig a little deeper into that. For one, I have my opinion on the whole situation with Travis. Okay. I'm speaking of him in first person. Like he fucking knows me. I don't fucking know him from a hole in the fucking wall, but you know, Travis and I, um, we have not been able to discuss this yet, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, if he hears this, I hope he just understands to accept my point of view. I'm actually very upset with him. (laughs) Sounds so terrible. I'm upset with him because I, the most I know of him is his music because I do have a team, right? So I do know of his music, but I'm upset with him because from my understanding is these little instances have happened in the past where there have been injuries. And I do think that he has some form of responsibility as well as the um, partners in securing safety, all that good stuff, right? Um, It is it is, there is no way that anyone can possibly think that there's never going to be a risk with 50,000 people in an open festival space. Okay. So let's begin with that. There had to be more responsibility on that. In addition, you know, sadly, unfortunately, I do think he might be made an example of, I do think he has to be held accountable to a certain extent. I do not think it requires jail time. I I do not want to see someone young go behind bars over this, but it is a shame eight people die. What I do have a problem with, and now that you're talking about the comments, because I did see that yesterday I saw people were so judgmental. What did you expect? They were all probably high. They were all this. They were all that. Oh, you know, those people. And it goes back to the fucking profiling. It goes back to First and foremost, it doesn't matter what kind of music it is. It doesn't matter if it was Travis. I can assure you at Coachella, there were also people high and they were dancing along with Beyonce too. Let's just be all the way fucking real. I can assure you, I can assure you that I've attended the Colombian festival here in Flushing and plenty of my Colombian people were high as fuck too. 
I can yeah. assure you, I've gone to the Puerto Rican Day Parade and Dominican Day Parade, and everybody's fucking high too. I can assure you, I've gone to soccer games in Flushing Meadow Parks, and people are high as fuck too. Okay, so festivals are no festivals. The profiling still continues, and it's this horrible assumption that that's the reason why that happened, right? And it goes back to the shame on, you know, oh, they were probably high. They were probably high. To what or with what? We don't know, right? And listen, you can make that assumption and say that could be a reason. Just as much as it could be the reason that there was just not enough security. And there was no real standards or structures to the process itself to keep people safe. That partners there, including Travis, did fuck up and they fell short. It doesn't take being high for something like that to happen in a situation like that shit had they all moved that far into that stage travis could have fucking died let's go all the way back to that right but to your point of how this even adds to the community guidelines that ig task force claims to be so on top of it has come to the point i did not know there was death threats i did see some of the bullying in some of the comments yesterday but so now take it to the point of death threats and nobody's doing nothing about it. You mean to tell me IG has so many employees that are so focused on bringing down so many pages and nobody does anything to the fact that this man's life is being threatened to be killed, essentially him, his, his, I don't know if his girlfriend or fiance, whatever Kylie is at this point, his baby was there. I, I want to be a little she's bit pregnant. And she's pregnant. So I want to be a little mm-hmm. bit more understanding um, to the to even the anger that I experienced with Travis. Again, I don't know him, but maybe he'll listen to them. So I don't know one day. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think he would have brought his daughter or his fiance girlfriend there who is pregnant if he really would have known shit. Mm, this might not be so safe because the truth is maybe he really didn't think it would not be safe. Maybe it, he didn't. But you don't go and you don't allow people to come on a platform that you're responsible for to threaten his entire fucking life and his family. You don't allow that. And so whoever this task force is, you got eyes to bring down IG pages because of cannabis, because of whatever X, Y, and Z reasons. But you are not monitoring everyone who's issuing death threats. That's a fucking disaster. It's a fucking disaster. And it's purely fucking disgusting. So I feel you 1000% on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I do have one more question for you about this whole process. Um, now that you are Queens Infusion, is it infusions with an S at the end or just infusion? Yes, infusions. Infusions, because it's more than just cannabis. Copy. I heard that. One day I'm going to do a whole commercial. I promise. Anyway, so, <laughs> so the way you are evolving Queens Infusions, right? And what its future holds, um, what it's going to represent, what it's going to offer. Um, I'm excited for you because I think it's a great way to have a comeback and to let IG know them and their task force that they cannot hold you down. And I hope other people do the same and they don't allow them to interfere with building a business and being an entrepreneur in your own right, right? But I do have a question for you. How how is this process going to be different for you as you are reestablishing, reintroducing your business and your brand? There's a whole rebrand you're going to do now. How is this process different from how you started Cannabis Queen of Queens? Um, I have more heart in this. 
I have more, a lot more passion for it. So I think at this point, nothing is going to stop me from taking this to the next level. Um, the next steps for me are going to be really taking uh, my business legal and getting all of the permits and licenses needed to be able to be a hemp processor. Um, that's my next step. Um, yeah. Is big thing. Is it very, is it, I mean, I don't know how this works. I do have a cousin um bodegas i don't know if you guys remember them early on in the in the podcast yes, and guess, yes. her, her, her her partner um shout out to my cousin Ange. um but you know they they definitely have their own business very alike to that they're out in houston texas um but i can only imagine that regulations and rules and she did share about this a little bit on on the original episode i had with her you know, there are a lot of restrictions, even with shipping, even things like that, right? Or how far you can ship for these items. But I do know that it should vary from state to state, or is it just all across the board in the, like the country? Like how, how is it that these, you know, the process of legalize, legalizing it really affects, is it state by state, city by city? Like how is it that it works? So it definitely varies state by state. Um, New York, really, their license is extremely expensive. Um, I'm talking about $5,000, like just for that one license. And that's not going to include any of the fees um, for auditor, um, being able to getting a space like I'm actually going to have to get a facility to be able to process my stuff. legally. Yeah, I have to have a GMP certified facility. So there's a lot um, that New York State is asking of its cannabis um, businesses. So hopefully I will be able to to do this at some point, but um, I'm going to need an investor. So, uh, you know, <laughs> sugardaddy.com or something. Not sugardaddy.com. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll get another Instagram page. Maybe an OnlyFans. I don't know. Something. <laughs> sugardaddy.com. She's not trying to shut down her page, but she's going to try to shut down somebody else's page for being sugar daddy. That's what she's going to try and do. <laughs> All right. So this is a calling to all of you listeners. If anybody's looking to invest or make any drastic donations, um, (laughs) this is the way to go. Um, You know, without dishing out too much, I definitely did tell um, Sally I wanted to talk a little deeper into that. And I do think as as someone who understands what it is to try and build something and embark on this journey and be on it continuously, um, you know, writing, podcasting. I do want as someone who has also believed on this platform and has become our sponsor, I do want to see how Double Dose of Raw Talk LLC could definitely give back um, to Queens Infusions and further collaborate and partner up um, in hopes that you can give IG task force and all the little people over there a great big fuck you um, for doing this to you and for doing this to so many other people um, because it's not fair period it's just not fair for anyone to sit there and to judge um for what people have a passion for and for what they truly believe in and the fact that some of us are good customers and we fucking love this shit how dare you like that's just insulting as shit um okay so it's queens infusions are you on social media yes i am queens infusions is the new instagram mommy's modern cannabis we are still using that um that's my personal page so please follow me on there if that gets disabled you know it is what it is 
Um, but Etsy, please go favorite the shop. That is the best way to stay in contact with me and to get updates on new products. You will get emails um, once you favorite the shop. You are part of the list and emails will go out to you with coupon codes. And as soon as new listings go up, you're going to alert for that too. So you'll be the first to know. Amazing. Um, but yes, I, I appreciate all of the support. I really do. Thank you for everything, Daisy. You are the bomb. Um, my little injustice on IG is, you know, it's just a little setback. It's okay. You know, for me, it's really the 40,000 people that are still in jail for cannabis. That is a big deal. Say, you know, that, talk your is, shit. Talk well, your that, shit. That's really what it's about. And like this little, this little thing really like it puts some heat in my body, you know, mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. You're going to shut me down. We are going to get people out of jail. We're going to make this business even bigger. We are going to talk about all of these injustices and we are going to get rid of the stigma because enough is enough. You know, it's, it's a plant. You know, um, that was not the route I was going with this, but I will say this. Okay. And some of y'all do really need to do a lot of research on this shit. Um, there are very regular, regular, regular people serving sentences that just do not match the crime. And plenty of them have to do with this plant. Um, there is a show on Netflix and even if I edit out this pause right here, because I'm going to find it, I'm going to share it. Um, and it's crazy the things that I watch. First of all, I don't know why the fuck I watch half the things I do watch on Netflix, but I watch it, right? Because education is key. Knowledge is fundamental and reading is actually very essential. Okay. But let me tell you the show that I watched because one of the episodes in the show had a lot to do with a race car driver. I don't know if you're familiar with the story. Um, race car, race car driver that he was involved in, like, he was basically like one of your biggest, like drug Lords type of shit. Um, and he, um, he was smuggling drugs through the, (laughs) why through the business of, (laughs) this is not funny, but it is, he was smuggling drugs. Well, it was weed, right? It was weed, um, through the business of, you know, I believe part of it had to do with like the Colombians or things like that. Right. You know, it was during the time that bro, you probably should not have fucking done that. Right. But the point is, he was given a life sentence without parole for it. He was, yeah. he was, I'm still looking for this show right now. Give me yeah. one second. Cause I'm going to watch it. I'm going to pull it up so I could share the name of it, but he was given a life sentence without parole. He was going to go away forever. Right. And what happened was, um, I believe it was when Obama came to play yeah. bad sport. That is the series on Netflix bad sport okay and i'm gonna tell you which episode it was randy lanier race car driver the episode is called need for weed okay this (laughs) the series is called bad sport yo they have first of all they have fucking crazy shit that happened in like sports history um like the fucking series is dope as shit i watch things like this i don't ask me why i just do i love things like that too that's yes but this is called me for weed and so he was able basically to get the pass he needed to come out of jail um when they overturned a lot of the unjustice uh, unjust convictions right over you know 
weed over yeah. fucking drugs. Like the time, the sentence, he just did not match. And he's just one of those few thousands and thousands of people who are still serving time that just does not match the crime, right? And so I'm glad you did bring that up because that is, of course, a even bigger picture, right? That we're not looking at here because the truth is there are plenty of people who are in the outside world, are not incarcerated, have been probably at some point incarcerated because of weed. And so here we are, weed is legalized now, right? Even if it is a certain amount. But the point is that it should not be this hard to have an IG page to promote an entire business surrounding cannabis because of how much society has changed, right? As far as the law has gone, there has been a lot of changes already put in place that make more sense, right? Because at the end of the day, this is just a plant. It should not be this difficult for someone to run a business, a legitimate fucking business, okay? To become an entrepreneur of something that you actually do wholeheartedly love, appreciate, and value. And this is why when we trace it back, to these unjust convictions, right? Sentences that just do not make sense to the crime that was committed, right? But when we trace it back, this is why so many people are incarcerated. So this is why so many people have gone and resorted to a need for weed. You know what I mean? And have had to pay the price very grossly. And why? Because they were starting a business. I mean, granted, we're talking about a whole drug smuggler here and I get it. But the whole purpose is if it is legalized now, why are we limiting people and censoring them to be able to launch a business around this? Why are we doing that? It's just completely fucked up and wrong. And I wanted to take this opportunity in this conversation to just bring it to light. Um, have you on the show for a reintroduction? The cannabis queen of queens is still very real. It's still here. You know, it's just a little bit of a queen's infusions these days. But even with the whole rebrand, um, I do not want anything to hold you back. And I want for you to be able to continue going on platforms to share this part of your story and to continue to share your entire rebrand. Thank you. Absolutely. So as always, guys, you're going to go to your show notes on this episode. You're going to go hit the link directly to the Etsy shop. You're going to go shop around and support your girl right here. Sally, please do all of us that favor because what we're here for is part of the community is part of the support that we preach on here on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. And do not forget to use your DDRT code for 20% off. All right. Okay. Sally, thank you so much for coming on the show once more. I definitely wanted to shine light on this. Um, as always, it's a pleasure to have these conversations with you. Um, the next time she comes back, who knows? I mean, we might have other juicy shit to talk about. And y'all might know where her storefront is going to be at. We're going to manifest that shit. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right, guys. And as always, this has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Rock Talk Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Misty. And you guys will see you next week. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.